0: Welcome to today's energy show. Today we're going to talk about very practical ways to reduce the costs of rooftop solar power systems. Now, we talked about this before. I bet you didn't know that systems in Germany, this is an average residential rooftop solar system, cost half as much as these, a comparable system does in the U.S. So a typical 4,000-watt residential system in Germany is going to cost about $10,000, and that's before incentives and everything. And in the U.S., that's going to cost about $20,000. Some companies are more, some companies are less, but that's kind of the average, maybe a little bit less now. That's, once again, before incentives. And you may say, gee, why is it half the price in Germany? Is it maybe because the German installers are more efficient? No, they're not. The U.S. installers are just as efficient. Is it because the Germans installers pay less money for the equipment well actually no. they they pay almost the same amount in some cases more than we do for solar panels here in the US is it because they have maybe better beer in Germany well maybe but that's not gonna have a big impact on solar cost the real reason is that the paperwork in Germany is one page and um, now you can fill it out online and it only takes a few minutes and it's automatic and that includes the financing the financing is done through your local bank automatically in the US The paperwork for a residential rooftop solar system sometimes is 100 pages or more. And there's lots of jurisdictions. And a jurisdiction is like a local building department, a fire department, utility. We have to deal with all those here in the U.S. Um, Homeowners associations. And then you have the incentive programs that states and utilities offer, which all have their own different paperwork. And sometimes it's even contradictory. So this paperwork is believe it or not, very difficult and expensive to fill out. It changes. It takes a long time to get filled out. It's rejected many times by the jurisdictions. And then you go back and forth, and it makes jobs take, instead of a month, sometimes six months or more. So to give you an example, and and a lot of this sounds crazy, but these are real-world examples. We did a project in San Francisco a few years ago, and and sorry you can't really see this pile of paper on the radio, but it's a stack of papers, one and a half inches high. It's over 150 pages long. Here it is, and and and, and this book, literally this folder, we had to we kept getting bigger and bigger hanging files for the customer. There's a ton of extra analysis we had to do. We had to get a structural permit from an engineer. We had to get the electrical permit. And and that was kind of standard. We had to get um, special permission from the fire department. So there's a fire permit. And every single one of these permits had to be inspected, sometimes multiple times. And sometimes they would go back and forth. So you know the structural would say, it's okay to put the panels here. The fire department would say, no, they got to be over here. Then we would have to redo the structural permit and go back. And forth. It's crazy. That's why it took nine months to finish the job. And and these delays were were pretty much all a result of the permitting and the inspections and, and all the special paperwork. And guess what? That 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 work, that time, that nine months instead of one month, all those costs get passed on to the customer. So on the other hand, I'll give you another example. This is a system that we, um, we, we just uh, are in the process of doing in San Jose. We signed a contract literally last week for a 5,000-watt system in San Jose. It's an average residential house, nothing really special. The engineering was completed yesterday by one of our engineers, and there's uh, six pages of engineering, a site plan, an electrical drawing, some some calculations, uh, some mechanical drawings, very pretty standard, um, more complicated than you have to do in Germany, but we can kind of bang these things out. We've been doing it for a long time. So the engineering was done, and and today we're going to get a one-page form filled out at the San Jose Building Department, and we'll get our permit uh, over-the-counter in 20 minutes. Go there, fill out the, the the paperwork, one form. Boom, pay a fee of three hundred and nine dollars and sixty cents. That's the San Jose permit fee for re- regular residential system, and we'll have that permit, you know, literally by noon. Um, we'll order the equipment uh, tomorrow, and then we're going to get the job started and finished next week. So signed last week, finished th- next week. And um, the the San Jose inspection process is kind of standard. It takes a day or two to schedule, and they're usually out there for for maybe half an hour or an hour, and it takes them two hours from from door to door. And then PG&E, the utility, is going to get the system interconnected, hopefully, in in about two weeks. So in this case, we can go from a signed contract to getting the meter running backwards for the customer, basically getting this guy to a zero electric bill in like 30 days. That's great. Now let's look about look at how efficient this whole process is for both us, Cinnamon Solar, as the installer, or any installer, and the City of San Jose issuing the building permit. It's it's reasonably efficient. From our standpoint, we know exactly what the requirements are in San Jose for a rooftop solar system. They're written down. They're on the the city's uh, website. And the requirements are all very standard. There's nothing kind of crazy in there. There's no gotchas. There's no special equipment we need. There's no special installation techniques. But, you know, mind you, San Jose is the 10th biggest city in in the country. We've got a million people here. So it's not like, you know, this is a a, a little thing that was put together. I mean, there's some thought that went into this and they decided we can make this standard. Our salesperson who's selling the job knows exactly what equipment and installation procedures are required. And that goes into the proposal to the customer. There's not like, oh, we're in this jurisdiction. We have to do something separate. So it takes like an hour to, to kind of design the system. And then our engineer can draft the six pages of the plans in about five hours. And we can print the plans out on a regular black and white office printer. You know, boom, just push, make one copy. That's all. That's all we need. Then we have this little six pages of engineering documents. It's the permit application. Our our permit runner, that's the person that gets the permit. Um, Sometimes me, sometimes my wife, actually. We can make the round trip to san jose city hall from our office in a nearby city i mean campbell in less than two hours and we'll come back with a permit that's ready to install so today we could start the installation on this job and uh, we actually have equipment in the warehouse so we can we can start it tomorrow guess what it's a big city right san jose even pays for the parking while we're waiting you know this half an hour an hour once the system's installed standard rooftop system nothing special um, there's a four-hour window during which we have to wait for the inspection. I'd love that if that were a little bit more precise, two hours, but it's four, sometimes four, sometimes two. It's okay. We can do some other work when we're there sometimes. And, and so the total time for us on the paperwork and the waiting for the inspection and things like that, let's call it 12-man or 12-man-women hours. Right? 12 hours, right? Not, not that big a deal. It could be less. Germany, it's probably like an at two hours, but 12 hours. Now, from the city of San Jose standpoint, it takes them about 15 minutes for one of their permit technicians just to quickly review all of the documentation and the plans and make sure they're complete. They're not really looking to see if this wire is properly connected to that wire and this panel has the right, but they don't care um, uh, because that's done at another stage. Um, And then there's a little bit of accounting time. So 15 minutes, right? The permit's approved. We get a permit card, little cardboard thing, uh, um, eight and a half by 11. And that takes us about 15 minutes. Now, here's where San Jose, really does their work. When the job is done, the inspector carefully reviews what was actually installed. They look at the wiring. They look at the grounding. They look at the roof attachments. They make sure the panels are attached right. They make sure that the, the, the voltage ratings and everything are, are um, correct and really what we design. That's where the, the checking happens. And that, that process usually takes half an hour to an hour. Figure two hours with their travel time between jobs. So, so the, 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 jo- the work the actual work is really checked not the plans for the work and that's really important because it's only the actual work that matters and you can make sure the plans are perfect but the work's not done right it doesn't matter it's an efficient process and and if i kind of had to say how much total time did the city of san jose take for this whole job maybe 3 hours uh, they charged us three hundred nine dollars and sixty cents for the work, which is eminently reasonable. There's work that they do, and um, the inspectors do a good job. And we definitely appreciate that that they're checking, and and I appreciate that they're checking my work. And if there's something that we're not doing right, we're going to do it right, and we're going to make sure every job in the future is done right. So it's a good process. Now let's look at the process for another local city, and 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 I'm just going to um, talk about the city of Fremont, because we're in the middle of doing a job in Fremont too. In Fremont, the requirements for rooftop solar are very, very strict. Now, it, it's it's everything. They want three copies of the engineering plans printed out on 11 by 17 inch paper, um, and it's and they want color pictures. So we, we have to make a separate trip to a printer because we don't happen to have an 11 by 17 inch color printer. Um, Sometimes, it's not clear when, but sometimes they require structural plans. So we can do the whole application, they can come back and say, well, now we want to see some structural plans and some engineering, and boom, another delay. There may be other information that they're going to ask for, but we really don't know what that other information is um, until uh, we submit the plans. They also want color photos inside and outside of the electrical service panels. Now, luckily, they're not asking for circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each photograph describing what it is, but it's, it's like you know why bother um and uh, that's that's another you know expense now here's the killer uh, and and here's where the costs literally go through the roof in fremont if any equipment changes from what's on the permit application to what's going to be installed the permit needs to be resubmitted that's because they do all their checks up front and the reason why that's a huge problem is the availability of solar panels in the industry right now really dynamic we don't know what we're going to get two months from now I don't know what I can get a month from now. So typically what installers sell is they sell something that's, that's yeah, good quality, standard. And then when the job rolls around, they say, all right, you know, what's a, is that product that we sold available? If not, let's put in something equivalent. Now, so the example, we sell a, a Trina, good company, Trina 250 watt panel in February. That's what we sold to this customer. That's what we were installing. Customer signed up in March. We applied for the permit in March. It took two to three weeks for for Fremont to review the permit. By April, when the permit was ready, f- those panels were no longer available. Actually, Trina wasn't even shipping panels to the U.S., so we had to switch to a different panel. Now we switched to Canadian solar panels, 250 watts. They're identical. That they're like within a tenth of a volt. There's no difference. And and by the way, this is an AC system, so it's it's still 240 volts. So the same size, everything, same weight. So, but but Fremont said, well, you need to resubmit your plans... And pay more money and wait two more weeks, even though you're substituting something that's pretty much identical. Um, now, what what we did, what we're doing now for jobs in Fremont, um, if if we continue to do jobs in Fremont, is that as soon as we sell a job, we have to order the panels, even though um, we're not exactly sure when the job's going to get done. Because if we don't and we submit the permit and those panels aren't going to be available, it's very dynamic. Then we have to resubmit. And and also what happens with manufacturers, they frequently upgrade the output of the panels. So a 250 watt panel now is going to be a 255 watt panel in two months. Once again, you got to resubmit, and and it, it, other little weird requirements. I mean, there's 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 a, a shred of of uh, value in them, but it's a little cra- crazy. They um, they require actually engraved labels instead of standard solar industry pre-printed labels. So we have to put in a separate order for se- special engraved labels, just for Fremont, because the other communities in Silicon Valley, they're they're accepting standard labels. Now, you just got to remember, if, if you hire an HVAC contractor to put in a 5-ton air conditioning unit, he's going to write in your service panel with a Sharpie, this is the air conditioner breaker. But if it's solar in Fremont, we need to have an engraved label. Kind of silly. Now, it, it continues. It's just kind of ridiculous um, with, with Fremont, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm picking on Fremont because it's a bad example and they should be able to change. They require two separate inspections for the solar installation, one for the racking and the wiring and one for the panel. So here's the drill. We finally got the permit after six weeks. We have the equipment in stock. We start the job on Monday. We finish the racking and wiring that day. It's not that big a deal, right? You know, I, I, I could pretty much have the whole job done in a day with, with a decent-sized crew. But in Fremont, we put a smaller crew on there because um, they can only do half the job. Um, so then we call for an inspection. So the, the racking and the wiring was done Monday. First time we can inspect the racking and wiring is Wednesday. So the inspector comes out on Wednesday. Everything's fine. But, but I couldn't have our crew there because we didn't know when the inspector was going to get there. And they couldn't start the, the rest of the work until the inspector said, okay, you can keep going. So we just sent one guy out to wait literally half a day for Fremont to say, yeah, the racking is okay. And then so we sent the crew back on Thursday. They finished the job. Everything's done. You know, it's l- less than a day. So it's like we have to spend two two full days for one day of work. And now it's done. We're ready to have the whole system inspected. The panels are on top of the racks, the wires, everything's plugged in. That inspection is going to be on Monday. We'll finish the job Monday. Six business days start to finish of, of our time and, and um, maybe you know three work at work days compared to less than two soup to nuts for San Jose, including the inspection. So, so let's look at all the, the kind of paperwork time, the bureaucracy time, that what we call in the industry the soft cost time in, in Fremont. Um, the selling process is more complicated because of these special requirements. So if, if it's a job in Fremont, you have to go check to see what their latest requirements are before you finalize the price for the customer because stuff changes. The engineering time is basically the same. Once we communicate to the engineer, you know, they, they, they put on their plans engraved labels instead of, you know, regular labels. Submitting the permit... I'm just going to say two hours, same as San Jose. Um, but then we have to wait two weeks for the permit review. And then we have to call to check to find out what's taking so long because it's not immediate. And we have to talk to the customer to explain why it's taking so long. Then the panel availability changes. We need to re-engage the engineer. That's another two hours. Then we have to go back to the building department of Fremont, resubmit the panels, the, the permit. That's another two hours. We have to pay more money because the plans changed and they have to review it again, even though we just swap for something that's identical. And then we have to wait two more weeks for the permit and then pick up the revised permit, um, another couple of hours. Um, Now, I I mentioned it's the same physical time to do the installation, except that work has to be spread out over two days, and that adds extra travel time and crew time. Um, The the first inspection, let's say that's a total of four hours. One inspection is the same as San Jose, but we have to do another inspection. That's another four hours. So I kind of just add up all the extra time, all the time we spend in Fremont for the paperwork, the inspection, the the, the back office stuff, um, it's 28 hours. Compared to San Jose, where we spend um, 16 ou- um, uh, 12 hours on the same kind of a project. So it's 12 hours versus 28 hours. So in Fremont, it's taking us back office and extra soft cost installation inspection time 16 more hours because they have an inefficient process. That's kind of, That gets passed on to the customer. Now, let's look at it from the City of Fremont standpoint. They take two weeks to review the engineering application the first time. Let's say that's three hours of work to look at six pages, and then plus an hour of clerical and accounting time, because they must be doing a lot if it takes two weeks. Then another two weeks, another two hours to review the changes, and then reprocess the paperwork, and then the one inspection that they spend is two hours, another inspection is two hours. So the City of Fremont's probably spending, on the average, maybe nine total hours of City employee work to, to, to approve a standard solar permit c- compared to three hours in San Jose. Now, you have to say, hey, is there value in that? Is the system in Fremont better? Is it safer? Is it more efficient? Um, what are the benefits? Well, there really aren't any because um, it everybody uses the same equipment and, and contractors are all pretty much doing the work the same way. But the customer is going to pay more for a system in Fremont because there's more work for the installers. And, and actually what happens is some installers avoid... Difficult cities like Fremont, because the process is so expensive, and and there are cities that are, believe me, way worse than Fremont. And installers, you know, when a customer calls from those cities, they say, "We sorry, we don't cover that place." And the city of Fremont is paying, as a city, more to their employees to do a lot of this extra and unnecessary work. Now, by the way, I'm not dumping deliberately on Fremont. This is just one of the recent bad, inefficient experiences we've had, and these experiences are shared by solar contractors all over the country. Not, not unusual. And it, it's kind of like bad news for, for me at Cinnamon Solar because Fremont's probably not going to ever let me get a permit again in the city. But I really want them to improve the process and other cities to improve the process. The good news is that there are a lot of cities that are really efficient. I mean, San Jose, we talked about San Jose. They're one of them. Uh, Saratoga, Los Gatos, Los Altos, the county of Santa Clara. Reasonably efficient. Um, and then other cities all around the country have said, hey, we're going to make solar standardized and quick. But then there's a lot of cities that are basically slowing it down, adding expense, and making jobs you know, for, for municipal employees, which, which there's other things that, that they should be doing. Um, so, what can we do? Well, Germany is a great example, fast from start to finish. San Jose, 10th biggest city in the country, they're, they're pretty efficient. Can they be a little bit better? Maybe, but it's it's pretty darn good. Why don't we require all the cities in the country to be as efficient as San Jose or Saratoga or or Las Gatos? The reason is that that some cities and and I hate to say this but I've seen this happen, they just don't like the look of solar. They want to delay solar, they wanna make it more expensive. And some cities like the employment opportunities that a lot of solar work is gonna create. So that's an unfortunate fact. And, and you, know, you can kind of look at that and, and it's quite apparent because San Jose as a city is spending three hours on a solar permit, three months spending nine hours. And what's interesting is you kind of go there and you say, hey, you know, there are ways to make the process more efficient. Um, in these slow cities. And, and the response is, well, we, we can't do that. We have to do all this. We have to do all that. We need to pre-approve it and pre-review all the permits. And then we're going to look at it again. I kind of call that a can't do attitude. And, and uh, I like can do attitudes. So there are ways to do this better and faster. And, and um, so, so, There have been efforts in in other states, certainly on a local basis in cities, and and, uh, San Jose went through big improvements uh, over the past few years, and that's why their system's fast. There's a current effort in California to um, legislate That solar installations are um, permitted in a standardized and expedited way. It's something called Assembly Bill 2188. And this Assembly Bill 2188 requires local jurisdictions, that's cities and and counties, to adopt an ordinance to create an expedited permitting permitting process for rooftop solar that would mandate the cities and counties to uniformly issue a solar permit in an over the counter fashion. That's kind of like you go there, you wait, there's a counter, you're on the back, they're on the front, and in 24 hours. So the, the law says the permit has to be issued in 24 hours and then inspect the solar installation within two days of the request. Now, as I mentioned, San Jose does this in an hour. Other cities do this in, in an hour. So this, this uh, bill would legislate that you have to do it in 24 hours, not too hard. Now, remember um, that that this is something that's been done many, many times before and, and when we kind of go back and, and look at the time, it actually takes less time to do it in an expedited way and saves a lot of money to do it in expedited way without an impact on on safety or quality than this complicated process. So other states have, have passed similar bills. Vermont has a really good system. It's kind of automatic. It's a little bit like Germany. And, and as I said, other cities all over the country have done this. Now, why wouldn't we want to do this? Well... Some cities are very aggressively lobbying against this bill. And here's what the lobbyists of the city say. Quote, While permit streamlining is important, local governments also take very seriously consumer protection and the necessary permits and inspections that these facilities require. The plan check process is an important part of the issuance of a permit, and the proper review and evaluation of the supporting roof structure and electrical requirements are necessary to ensure the health and safety of the permittee. This review must be performed by trained individuals and mandating local jurisdictions to accomplish these checks within a 24-hour time frame, without exception, would be impossible for many rural counties. Well, kind of look at that. The stuff about the roof structure not being strong enough totally BS. There's not a single documented case in the U.S. ever where a roof collapsed because of the rooftop solar panels. The solar panels are like less than two and a half pounds a square foot. Wind creates a bigger load. Electro requirements. It kind of doesn't matter what's on the permit. What really matters is what's on what's in the field. The inspector has to go out and verify the field work anyway. Changes to the electrical system may have been made that that could possibly create a system to be unsafe. And that's what the solar contractor has to check and make sure they do it properly. And that's what the inspector has to do. So the reality is that small cities and small counties don't have the staff to spend nine hours on a solar permit Both the city staff and the homeowners are better off with an expedited process, an over-the-counter process, like San Jose and other cities. So let's hope that this bill passes so that all the cities in California can be as efficient as San Jose. And someday, maybe we'll have a national law that makes installing solar panels as easy as installing a rooftop solar dish. Now, in the meantime, if you're concerned about high solar costs... What you should do, you're a homeowner, you want to put solar in, you don't want to pay extra money, wherever you are in the country, you should talk to your city representative if you're in a slowpoke city. And there's a lot of them. And your solar contractors will, will you know, should be pretty upfront with you about how long it's going to take. And you should talk to your state representative about ways to reduce the cost of solar, such as here in California, AB 2188. And the more support we have for AB 2188, the more citizens that, that contact their legislator and say, hey, this is important. We want cheap solar. Um, the, the more likelihood that bills like this will pass all over the country. So that's what we can do. And that's all the time we have on, t- on this week's Energy Show. Thanks for joining me. If you miss any of today's show, you can go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts.